Hello and welcome to episode three of the Wheel It podcast. I'm Lamy. I'm Cole. Welcome. Yeah, so today we are just going to be doing a roundup of what's been happening in the past couple of weeks in music and culture. So, how's your week been, Carl? Yeah, before we get into music and culture, how, how have we personally been? Uh, it's actually been a good few weeks for me, um, personally. Um, I've actually got some good news um, two times uh, in the last two weeks. Um, so, I guess lots of you probably won't know, um, and I probably don't sound like it, but I am an aspiring lawyer. So I just finished my uh, something called the LPC. So it's like a professional qualification you have to do before you can become a lawyer. So I finished that um, and I got my result for it and I was really happy with the result I got. Uh, and then literally the week Tell after, oh, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm bragging only. Okay, okay, listen, man got a distinction in it. So. Do you know what? When he told me before we press record, <laughs> I was so happy for him and I wish I could have recorded my response. Yeah, man, but... those genuine gases. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a distinction on the um, LPC, which is dope. And then the week after, um, I found that I was going to be starting at a really good law firm um, mm-hmm. come September. Remember the last time I spoke to you guys, I said I was, what was it? I was willfully unemployed or what was, what was the phrase uh, I used? Purposefully at home. That's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at home with a purpose, I yeah. guess. That's continuing for another month, but it's got a deadline date now. So mm. come September, I'm back in work, unfortunately. <laughs> what about you? How's your two weeks been? Yeah, I've had a good few weeks. I've just finished my placement at Esquire. Nice. Uh, that's what I've been up to recently. Tell them who Esquire is. That's a, that's a big boy thing. Yeah. You know? It's well, not a little man. <laughs> Esquire magazine, published by one of the biggest publishers in the Come world, on. Hearst. And yeah, they are a top men's luxury magazine. And Something I like was, GQ and that, right? Ex- yeah, in the realm of GQ. GQ is under Condé Nast, if you know about all that. but yeah. We don't, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah, I just spent a month there. I was interning and... Yeah, it was a success for mm. me. I'd definitely see myself at Hearst again, if not Esquire. Nice. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. And it's crazy to like be at my dream company so early. Mm. I just feel like, though it's an internship, I'm so happy to have, you know, the got experience. that experience. Yeah, yeah, and sure. I can't wait to possibly go back. Yeah, build on that experience. Yeah, exactly, build on that experience. That's dope, man. Your mm. co-hosts are doing, we're making small strides yeah, into we're our doing, future, man. It's not just, we're, doing we're not just coming bits. to chat to you about music, <laughs> we do stuff outside of this as well. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's dope. Um, mm. So, it is. it has been difficult to find time to like record for this podcast, hasn't it? Yeah, With proper. the fact that we've just got so much going on yeah. in our personal lives. Even today, just getting here was a myth. Yeah. Like, it just for me, I, I, I left my phone at home. Uh, not at home, but I left my phone anyway. I had to go back home to get it. And then I, I got to the station and then there was no trains. They were all delayed and that. So Do you know what that is? <sighs> what is it? Mercury retrograde. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> are you a star? Are you an astrologist? Kind of. I'm. Do you know what? I'm. I'm very into astrology. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll admit. Yeah. So but what? Your your. I was gonna ask you what your star sign is, but let me I'm not. a Cancer. Okay, fair. You're gonna give that up. I'm, I'm, I've been told I'm a Gemini. Apparently, we're like two faced and and something like that. Mm. We're mad people. There, there is a lot of like stereotypes about Gemini people, I, but I think they're great. 
I yeah. think I, I really like. You ain't got a choice, really. <laughs> you got a show together. <laughs> but yeah, cool, fair. So what, what exactly is Mercury retrograde? Or? So obviously, astrology's got to do with all the planets. Mm. It's not just star signs. So when a planet, so planets move, of course, mm. they all circulate and yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, the planet in particular that has to do with communication. Uh, technology and just how things flow in in the world is Mercury and when that goes retrograde meaning it goes back on itself it's not going in the right path that means communication and everything mash up all those things I just mentioned mash up so wow yeah and we're in retrograde at the moment yes in fact there's a number of planets in retrograde but so is that why we were upside down the world is going mad basically yes it's it's a retrograde summer Wow, that's yeah. probably why it's mad hot as well. We ain't getting no rain. Probably, or I thought about that this morning. Up. I thought about that this morning. Yeah, everything's going to shit <laughs> thanks to the planets. That's <laughs> great to know. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's basically how our week's been then, I guess. Mm. Um, and so, I mean, what other news, I guess, in in popular culture has there been? So starting with home ground news. Unfortunately, we've heard the news of the death of Incognito, drill rapper from Camberwell, and he's part of the Moscow 17 collective. Yeah, I heard about yeah. that actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sad, man. Too many too many young ones are dying, like, mm. for no reason. Whether it's gun crime or knife crime or whatever it is. and it's. Yeah. I mean, the, the conversation that's kind of been on people's tongues recently is kind of the part that drill has to play in all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously hard to speak about such when someone's just died and everything, but we've had so many deaths now that I feel like the conversation probably needs to be had. Uh, I guess, what what's your opinion on kind of drill music and its influence, if it does have an influence at all? Mm, it's crazy how a, a small genre of music has just, like, blown what's what London is known for, unfortunately, the gun and knife crime. It's just blown it out of proportion, mm. whereby beginning of 2018 there was just stabbing after stabbing after yeah. stabbing and it's all it's just it's it's crazy how drill music has added fuel to the fire mm. and it's just extremely violent and it's it's perpetuating this mm. cycle that i thought had ended to be honest mm. or it at had least gone a bit quiet or at least gone yeah. quiet so so i guess you're of the opinion that it's Drill isn't causing it, but it's kind of uh, an ingredient, I guess, in yeah. something that's already been brewing. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, as we've seen just the other day with this, you know, with this murder, mm. it's it happens within those circles. You yeah. know, it it just so happens to be that those kind of people are the ones making drill music these days, mm. and so it goes hand in hand where they're talking about the things they're doing they're they're doing in their music. And they're acting it out in real life. Quite literally, I was. Um, I often speak to young people, teenagers, people of this kind of age that listen to a lot of drill, um, and they tell me like the reason why it, it probably has an effect is because a lot of these drill rappers they know they ever go to school with or like they know them in their area. So it's like when they say certain things on these tracks, they have to actually do it, even if they didn't mm. want to. It kind of weeds out the fakes. I don't think you can be a fake drill rapper because. You can't say I'm I'm doing this and doing that without doing it, and um, and it puts pressure on people to actually do it, um, and it puts pressure on people that don't necessarily want to do it, but kind of feel like they need to sink or swim to engage in that as well, mm. which is very sad. Um, but I I agree with you. I, I don't feel like drill is the reason why because we've had stabbings and shootings before drill, 
um, occurred. But I, I do think that it does have a part to play in it. But I don't agree when people say you have to ban drill because there actually is. Um, so the police, what they're doing on Link Up TV and, and Grime Daily or GRM Daily and that, mm-hmm. they've actually taken down um, drill videos from yeah, their website. Yeah. I don't actually think that's the kind of the right approach because um, that's not going to stop the violence Mm-mm. and that's not what caused the violence. It's just going to keep it underground. Yeah. Um, and when you push things underground, that's when it, yeah, you can't regulate it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, a watchful eye does need to get be kept on it, but I don't feel like the censorship of it is because they're talking about what they live. Mm. I feel like um, art imitates life. Mm. So it's life first and then they, they rap about it. But it is sad. Um, we can't keep losing young young men and women to this stuff as well. Um, mm. But I guess we don't really have the answers. But Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of think pieces online that I'm sure the listeners would have come across, read and stuff. So mm. yeah, they can. we can only say what our thoughts are. For sure. Mm. But uh, rest in peace to that young man and hopefully we can get through the rest of the summer and the rest of the year without too many more, if at all, any more people dying. Mm-hmm. Um, God willing. Mm. Um, what else has been going on this week? I mean, there's been a lot of music dropping. Yes. Let's get back into some positivity. Yeah. What have you been listening to? Astro World. Yeah? That's... You've been bumping that heavy. Not... Well, it dropped like how many days ago? A few days ago, yeah. Yeah. Other I side mean... Of the weekend. I've tried to consume that. I've tried to take that in because I'm a I'm a big Travis Scott fan. Eurasia. Yes, very <laughs> much so. But yeah, I I mean, I have I don't think I've actually refined my thoughts on the album. Mm. If I'm honest. Yeah, it's not enough time. But. And that's that's funny to say because I think Travis Scott is such an enigma of an artist that on first listen it's like wow this is what he's done this time, this is what he's brought us that this is a new sound, mm. and I think he's so creative in his production and his in his, his sound and bringing something new yeah. but this time around I just didn't get that instant gratification of you know this yeah. is the Travis Scott that Do you know what it's weird because I, I feel the exact same way in the, the very first time I listened to it top to bottom I was like this is sick like yeah like great Travis like I guess it's novelty that carried me through it mm. but then the second third maybe fourth time I listened I didn't feel that same feeling again I was mm. just a bit like Okay, but do I actually really, really like it? Like, it's great. It's got some great tracks we'll probably get into, but do I really, really like it? And of course, the first thing I did was compare it to his last project, which was Birds in the Trap, Sing Night, which mm. I, I think was a fantastic I love that. album. I, like, lo- I love it. I continue to love very it. Very fantastic yeah. album. Like I, And to me, there's Astro World. It's, it's too premature, I guess, because it only came out a few yeah, days ago. I suppose, ago. yeah. But... By now, when birds came, well, I'm just gonna call it birds. When birds came out, by now I was already like, yeah, this is sick. Mm-hmm. Like I had an opinion and I was running with it, and I don't think it's changed since then. Exactly. Um, so I guess Astro World does need a bit of time. Um, but I mean, have any other tracks stood out to you, or any tracks you hated, or? Um, there's one in particular, like Houston Fornication. That's it's a random end, one. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a random one, but I, I just like that one, mm. and also. What's the name of the track where he's speaking about spending time with the Kardashians and whether they like him because he's black? And um, I think that's um, um, Coffee Bean. I think that's that's the last track. Coffee that's Bean. one of my favourite tracks as well. Yeah, those, those are my top two. Mm. Do you know but, what? That was surprising because I swear the Kardashians love black people. Like, not they love black people, but like they all date <laughs> black men, even the mum. So I mean, when I heard that, I was like, is it really about the Kardashians? When like, you're speaking from the inside, like Travis Scott, then I guess you have to listen to that opinion rather than yeah, what you see from the outside. Yeah, I guess so. And if he's in, you know, in that space and he's saying 
that actually I'm not sure these people are for me, mm. then, you know, that's something to consider. Do you know, it's a good thing that they're not for you because he seems to have escaped the Kardashian curse. I feel like every man, particularly black men that enter that family, don't leave the same person. They always kind of, they're worse off. Look at Lamar Odom. Well, let's uh, give Travis some time. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But he's already, listen, the girls already had a, what's her name? Um, Kylie. Kylie. What's her name, you know? <laughs> it's, Kylie Jenner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Kylie. Um, she's already had a kid, so he's he's been in there for some time. Like, the kid's now born mm, and everything. Like, I suppose. You know, that's at least a year he's probably been with her. Um, and he's trapped, or basically he is trapped. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's always going to be tied to that family. But I feel like this album, I was actually quite worried beforehand. I was like, oh, God, is mm. his music going to suffer because he's now in that world? Mm. Um, and I don't think it has. It's still very much a Travis sounding album. Yeah, I mean... I have to be honest, I didn't get that, you know, rage when I listened. Yeah, very refined, this album. Yeah, and I think it's not for the better. Mm. Uh, that's not to say that I don't think it's a good effort from Travis, but I definitely feel that he pulled back on this one. Mm. Yeah, he... I almost want to say was a bit lazy with this project. Really? Yeah. 17-track album, though. It's, it's a lot to take in, mm. and even then, I feel like... He pulled tame. back on the sound. Yeah, he was yeah, very tame, tame with the sound. And that's what I, I appreciate most about Travis Scott from Al Faro days. Yeah. Like how highly experimental that's his sound is. Proper raging days. Exactly. Proper raging. Yeah. So personally for me, I I appreciate a refined sound. But, you know, yeah, yeah that's no, just no. my opinion. Fair enough. I feel you. And I'm, I really do feel you. And I'm hoping with time, it will grow on me more. Um, I kind of sat back and watched the timeline and kind of saw the reaction of everybody and everyone seemed to kind of love it. I saw a tweet, someone was like, oh, Travis has just dropped the best album of the last decade. Mm. I was like, yo, like, you sure? <laughs> sure? Like, you know, and it was the day the album dropped, of, of course. So it was a bit like everyone's guessed in that, but mm. I, I, I do not feel that's the case at all. But it's still a good album, like you say. Um, I, I do feel as, as well that it was quite, tame and kind of like on a leash kind of thing mm. but I feel like that's because Travis now has had this sound for so many years and he's lent it out to so many different people and kind of given people that sound if not his voice his production funny enough he didn't really produce that many tracks on this album that might be why it felt a bit tame. yes that's um, that is a good point yeah he didn't produce many tracks at all um but because he's kind of shopped his sound around a lot of people who are probably undeserving He's kind of had to say, I can't do this again and again. I need to do something different. Still be Travis, but mm. do something slightly different. Um, and I feel that's what we, we've had here. But speaking of producers, though, um, yeah, he didn't produce that many of the tracks himself. Um, he didn't produce any tracks on his own. And then the ones that he did produce were with people and there was only a few of them. Mm. Um, I mean, what do you think about the uh, beat selection, I guess, or the instrumentals? Again, I, I think that was a major part of perhaps why I didn't have that instant gratification i just i think i i guess i could tell number one that this isn't a travis led project in terms of production yeah yeah and it sounds very different to rodeo exactly and, yeah. yeah and i th i feel like as a result of that travis's lyricism kind of suffered, suffered. yeah, yeah. But i guess travis is n never really going to be known for someone who is like a, a lyricist like no i would i would never really consider him like one of the best lyricists but he's not a mumble type rapper where he's just no exactly rubbish. and yeah. he's one of he's he's a weird one where he he gives you these quips of like a dark insight into yeah. who he like what he is yeah, internally yeah, yeah. and that's what 
I think a lot of that came through on radio. You've got to pay attention to them as well because yeah, they can fly over your head. Like. Exactly. I, I still listen to radio some uh, radio sometimes and a new bar will jump out at me yeah. and I'll be like, whoa. This is, uh, you know, yeah. yeah. saying something. Yeah. And maybe th- that might be the case for Astro World when I listen to it, you know, a few more times. But because of the production wasn't that gritty, dark Travis Scott style that I like and prefer, I feel like he wasn't able to give that style of lyrics on there I feel you uh, talking about Travis Scott's style so he did something he or he brought something back from his like Rodeo Alfaro days um, uh, he he actually well, he had a mixtape called Days Before Rodeo he had mm-hmm. an album called Rodeo yeah and he had Alfaro as well around that period what you he always used to like split tracks in half like yeah they'll just switch con- like randomly and I really like what he did on uh, Sicko Mode with Drake oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. who else was on that as well? there's another feature as well uh, on Sicko Mode no no it was just it was just Drake on that it was another one that had uh, we'll get into it but it had James mm-hmm. Blake um, Stevie Wonder mm-hmm. and Cuddy yeah um, I really loved that none of the uh, features were listed I feel like this is a trend now no one's yeah. no one's listing their features so, mm-hmm. so it's all obscure and yeah. you know the voice when you hear it I can't lie when I heard I, I'm not listen I'm a Drake fan but like <laughs> I don't get gassed over Drake anymore mm. but when I heard Drake's voice on Sick of It I was yeah. like wait hang on <laughs> is this wait that's Drake <laughs> and then what I loved was and I hated it at the same time was like Drake obviously he sang the, the, the bridge or the hook or whatever and then he was just about to start getting into his, his verse and then the song cut and then mm. it went into a different kind of completely different cadence, completely different tempo, completely different sound. Mm. And Travis was rapping. And I really liked that as well because it took me back to his old days where he would do two halves of a track. But what I loved even more was that he brought it back, brought Drake's beat back. And then Drake obviously spat his verse, mm. which I actually I actually quite like. Um, mm. I think it's, a, it's actually a hard verse. Um, yeah. Um, I keep saying out like a light, like <laughs> I just keep repeating it. Um, but that's kind of something that's quite new in terms of he started the song one way, cut it halfway through, did a whole song in between and then brought it back right where we left off with the one he cut off. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard that too many times with other artists, to be fair. No, that is a style quite particular to Travis. Yeah, mm. yeah, that was dope. But um, I really liked Sicko Mode or Psycho Mode. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, <laughs> that was cool. Uh, mm. And then the next track featured your boy, I think, uh, Mr. Ocean. Frank Ocean. <laughs> your baby uh, boy. <laughs> when I, do you know what? When I heard his voice, I was like, oh my God, I wonder what Lemmy thinks of this tune. Like, I know you love him. So I was like... Frank's verse is very strong. I, I yeah, really love it. You yeah. like it? I, I imagine so. I don't yeah. think... Have you ever heard a weak Frank verse in your no, opinion? Yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm completely biased, but yeah. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be biased. But yeah, no, I heard it. I was like, yeah, no, I know Lemmy's smiling somewhere right now. <laughs> you know. That was cool as well. And it, it, I don't feel like it felt out of place. It did. Um, Although Frank was very different and like he was mm-hmm. almost screaming in points where it felt mm. like a bit. I but know. I like uh, Travis and Frank together. Mm. I'm sure you've had Lens, mm. where it's um, that's another Travis Scott feature on a Frank Ocean track. Which album was that one? It's not an album. It was just a oh, single I was release. Say, I haven't actually heard it. Oh, okay, so no, no, I no. think that's actually the first case where Travis and. Frank have collaborated and did it work well then? Yeah, I I, well I think you should give that a listen. Yeah, what's it called? Lens. Lens. Yeah, you guys as well. Uh, lens. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't listened to it, so I'm, yeah, mm. um, sweet. Yeah, no, I'll definitely check that out. But mm. yeah, no, uh, Frank didn't feel out of place on it at all. No. Um, and you know what? I love that about every feature that's on this. To be fair, um, mm-hmm. some positives like every feature I feel like was really good. Um, another feature I enjoyed or multiple features was the um, James Blake, another artist I really like. Yeah, um, same. Who 
you would never think would be on a, a, a Travis Scott album. Like You know, it's not too far-fetched now. Mm. The fact that he appeared on the Black Kanye. Panther. Black Panther on, yeah, he was on uh, Black um, Panther. He was on Kanye too, Yeah, I think. and to be fair, he's been collaborating behind the scenes with a lot of rap artists. Yeah. Frank Ocean and others. And like you said, he didn't feel out of place. Mm, so. Travis Scott was just, you know, in line for him to collaborate with. And yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Same here. And then apparently I, I'm yet to find out because I, I looked through all the credited and uncredited features and he wasn't on there. But, you know, the harmonica at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's Stevie Wonder playing the harmonica. Wow. I was like, yo, how did you get Stevie? Like last <laughs> time I heard Stevie on the harmonica was um, on Take Care of Drake's album. Um, oh, I can't remember the song, but he's playing. I think it was not, not the real her. One of them tunes anyway. Yeah, yeah. And he was playing the harmonica in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, right, that's kind of... <laughs> so he's really pulled out the stops here mm. and it, everything works. Like, mm-hmm. it's testament to, I guess, Travis's genius to pull in Kid Cudi. All Kid Cudi does was hum. Yeah. But that's what he needs to do because mm-hmm. he's, he's Cudi. That's what we like him mm-hmm. for. James Blake and Stevie Wonder, yet the track was still a very much a Travis track and yeah. wasn't compromising, but it mm-hmm. worked. Like, mm-hmm. that's part of his genius, I guess, for him to be able to string that together and mm-hmm. make sure it, it's not pulling in features for the sake of pulling in features, you know? Um but that was really dope. Um, what were the other features? There was a track with The Weeknd featuring as well. Um, yeah. What did you think of that feature? I actually quite liked it, to be fair. Uh, apparently Pharrell's um, producing or has got some vocals on it as well. He's credited on the song. Mm. I quite like The Weeknd's song. Um, if you get these names up for the, the songs for you guys, in case you haven't heard them or you're not sure which songs we're talking about. Um, but the first one we talked about that um, featured um, Drake was called Sicko Mode. Uh, and then... Carousel was the one with Frank Ocean, if mm-hmm. I'm not incorrect. Uh, and then Stop Trying to Be God um, was the one with uh, allegedly Stevie Wonder, um, James, James Blake, Blake and Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the. That's actually one of my top three tracks, I'd say. Stop Trying to Be God. Mm-hmm. It's a standout for mm-hmm. sure on the album. It definitely works. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he does a single for it um, and Possibly. does a video and a, a full, up, a full mm-hmm. on rollout for it. Um, but the one we we're talk- going on to talk about was called Wake Up, which um, was with The Weeknd. Mm. Um, what did you think of it then? I, f- I feel like this is the most different I've heard The Weeknd in a while, mm. vocally, because... He sounded happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly it. He sounded happy. Yeah. The most happy and guy. I don't know, maybe I'm just a dark person, but I like the dark stuff. Yeah, word. Like... And, and I mean, it was nice... I mean, The Weeknd is a talented vocalist and either way, he sounded great. And mm-hmm. I th- I feel like the feature was great as well. But yeah, it just, like my ear pricked when I heard him. I was like, hmm, he yeah. sounds different. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely him being happy. Uh, usually he is very dark. And I think his mm. content was pretty similar, but he just didn't seem, mm. mind the pun, he didn't seem melancholy, which is the name yeah. of his uh, of the EP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting on that one, I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he didn't seem very melancholy he was kind of upbeat in that mm. um, but you can't really be melancholy on a Pharrell beat I guess or yeah. something that Pharrell's on the guy made because I'm happy right mm. um, but I actually quite like the feature I feel like it worked I like the whole track to be fair um, to me it was another one of the standouts um, uh, so the next one was NC17 or the next featured one at least was NC17 mm. that had 21 Savage on it oh yeah were you feeling it? it I think it was good yeah, yeah what did you think? Uh, I I don't really listen to Twenty One Savage, but I liked his verse. Like, yeah, how it was tongue in cheek. It was mm-hmm. cool. I like I like his ad lib Twenty One Twenty One. But um, that may be the second or third ever verse I've ever heard from from Twenty One Savage. But I mm. quite liked it. It worked, I guess. Um, the whole track 
probably I'd probably wouldn't be spinning it in the near future or mm. anything like that. Who what? So who mm, what yeah. featured the Migos? Mm-hmm. Um with or not all of the Migos, it featured um Quavo. Yep. And not take off. Uh, offset. No, not offset, take off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh yeah. Um were you feeling that then or again that's one of the tracks that I wouldn't necessarily like listen to again yeah but I didn't think it was bad yeah yeah it wasn't bad I actually quite liked um it's gonna sound weird because I forgot who what his name was but I liked um takeoffs yeah takeoffs <laughs> <laughs> takeoffs verse on it was very it's right at the end but I just like the way he flowed on it um mm. I'm actually not a big fan of Quavo I never have been really so I'm not I'm not a Quavo believer I'm not on that wave so I don't really like his part of of the track um but yeah any other tracks on there so we went through all the featured tracks um what do you think of the other tracks just in between all of these featured tracks <sighs> There's a lot of That's them. The thing, Seventeen. I don't even remember the names, you know. Honestly, and, and when I listen to albums for the first time, I just kind of press play and let yeah, it let play. Yeah, let them play through. So yeah. I don't really look at the song names and stuff um, unless it's like a, a banger. I'm like, yo, what's this one called? So I can repeat it after I finish listening to the album. Mm. Um, but funny enough, do you know what I thought? Feel like the best track on the album was what? Butterfly Effect. <laughs> and that's been out for like a year yeah. that summed it up for me I was like the best track on this is a track that's been out for a year and a half that's my point exactly I yeah. didn't like that about mm. it either I was like mm-hmm. and it genuinely was not because we've heard it already and mm. we've sat with it for a while it just actually sounds the, like the best track on yeah. the album Yeah, um, that's not fair you can't let, wait, make us wait for that long and mm. then the best song is the one that kind of came out a year and a half ago Yeah. Um, and I, you know what I feel like this isn't a case of Travis Scott losing his you know his essence I think it is very much what you mentioned, how he didn't have, you know, a leading position on, like, the producing on this album. Mm. And I've that was a clear knock-on effect, I believe. Yeah, mm. definitely. Um, no, I, f- I feel you on that one. Uh, any other tracks? Uh, we I think we mentioned Coffee Bean earlier. Yeah, very and I mentioned Houston Fornication as well. Yeah. yeah, I really like Coffee Bean. It was very introspective. Yeah. And it didn't have all these synthesizers and all the kind of as much auto-tune it was mm. kind of very it was like laid bare kind of thing it mm-hmm. was a very nice ending track for the album because mm. you know he was kind of talking about exactly what he was going through his, mm. his baby mum and all that stuff and definitely feeling um, Coffee Bean for me that's one of the standout tracks um, I'd say Coffee Bean um, what else Wake Up Stop Trying to Be God uh, Butterfly Effect definitely were the standout tracks for me I'm guessing one of those will actually be a um, single. I quite liked Astro Thunder as well. I like the beat to Astro Thunder. Um, mm. It was quite cool. There was a point in the middle of the album where I was like, mm. it got a bit, not stale, but it got a bit like, uh, all right, like, mm. I'm hoping the rest of the album doesn't kind of continue like this. And I think it was Astro Thunder where I was like, okay, cool. Back on track kind of. Um, to be fair, I was listening to the album for the first time in bed, like semi-sleeping, so... <laughs> I did need a kick and that was the kick for me um, and the rest of the album was cool yeah uh, I suppose my standout tracks would be Coffee Bean Carousel and Stop Trying to Be God of course Carousel's in there and an or- honourable mention to Houston Fornication I don't know why I like that track so much but I think it's just sonically it's yeah. it's the closest to my mood it does pay a lot of homage to Houston on this album as well I suppose it's from isn't it yeah. Texas yeah. Um, yeah is that something he's always done yeah, I feel like his sound has been when he 
go straight hip hop. It's you know quite Houston. You can in tell a southern influence. Yeah, for sure. It's just mm-hmm. he's very unique, but it's mm. still very southern. Um, and again, big up to Drake on sicko mode. He actually went in for mm. once. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So uh, have you actually been listening to anything else apart from Astro World? Actually, before we do that. We haven't actually rated an album since our first episode. Do you want to give oh, it a rating yeah. or do you want to listen to it a few more times? I don't want to commit you to giving it a rating. Yeah, I, I wouldn't feel fair giving it a rating at yeah. the moment because I'll be honest, I've listened to it like three times Yeah. and I don't think that's enough. Yeah. And on the first listen, it was just, I, I barely listened. Yeah. So. We'll hold off. Maybe we'll drop it on Twitter. Yeah. As and when. Yeah. But it. would you give it a rating? Um, I'd give it a preliminary. I'm in the same boat as you. I'd give it a preliminary rating, though. Um, right now, as it stands, I'd probably rate it a B plus, and that's because I'd, I was thinking, um, what would I have rated Birds in the Trap, uh, mm. and then kind of went backwards from there. And yeah. I'd probably say Birds in the Trap was probably like an A minus mm. um, for me, um, and I don't feel like this topped it. And I'd, even with a few more listens, I don't think. I, it will top it. Um, so it'll be fair to give it a, a B plus at, at best. It might actually go down. It may mm. go up. But for now, preliminarily, I'll give it that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so what else have you been listening to? So on the same day, um, YG dropped um, Stay Dangerous, which I haven't actually listened to yet. Same. Um, but I've been told that it's quite quite underwhelming. Um, I was a big fan of his first album, um, My Crazy Life, mm-hmm. which was very, um, it was an, a narration basically it was very similar to good kid mad city but it was a lot less it was a lot more raw and unfiltered i think one of the skits was a home invasion that he was talking us through mm. um but i really like my crazy life um which to me is actually a classic um but this just didn't quite match up to it um apparently i haven't listened yet um but um who else dropped mac miller dropped did you listen to mac miller mm, back in the day yeah yeah I listened. Kind of I really enjoyed his that first tape. Yeah. But no, no. Since then, I honestly don't listen to him. No, I, I don't blame him. He had this kind of mad episode where he was kind of heavily on drugs and stuff, and he mm. was kind of. Although I did listen to the the Divine Feminine. Feminine, yeah, I quite like that. That was nice. It was cool. It was a nice mm. sounding album. Mm. I like the song. Um, Dang with him and Anderson. Anderson, Anderson Pack. Pack, yeah. To be honest, whatever he touches turns to gold. Anyway, he's, mm. he's got the Midas. Mm. Um, but yeah, I gave swimming a few spins as well. Um, uh, actually, my um, my on spin for this week is a tune from uh, swimming, but we'll get there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, have you been listening to anything else in general? Maybe not new releases, but... I've been listening to a few female rappers now. Yeah? Yeah, because I was aware that I just don't listen to enough women. Mm. And so City Girls, who appeared on in my feelings that whole i got a new yeah that's them i think they're from miami all right i got a new boy and they're like an old school like salt and pepper thing like (laughs) they're like a rip from back in the 90s right the the best version of ratchet music and like yeah Yeah. and miami's the place for that as well yeah it's either miami yeah i think it's It's definitely miami yeah Yeah. so i've been listening to them city girls city girls they're they're really talented and Rico Nasty, she's another female rapper. She's got this one tune, Counting Up. I love it. Yeah. Um, what else? Let's see. Do you know, I was having this conversation the other day um, and uh, it was along the lines of um, why is it that um, women rappers are always pitted against each other and it has been one mm. kind of 
a number one and mm-hmm. you know she has to be at the top and no one else gets spoken about but with men like there's space for loads of people to be um and i was a bit like well in the men's arena it's the same like everyone's trying to be number one there's always a True. debate it's drake j cole or kenji one of those three are number one like since the beginning of time with hip-hop as a male it's, it's always one or the other yeah you know someone has to be number one but then the person was saying that it was but it's even more competitive for women and if you're not number one you don't get any play at all I mean, what's your opinion on that? Um, I think that's a fair opinion, actually, because if we if we look back before the likes of Nicki Minaj, mm. and I think even back to when maybe perhaps people like Queen Latifah yeah. were, you know, the reigning MC Light, yeah, Salt and Pepper. It was a, it know. was very much. It's Queen Latifah or no one. You mm. don't you don't need to be you doing it. <laughs> yeah, it was like you know, it 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 was not only was the era more misogynistic back then, definitely. It it just wasn't for women and mm. that yeah, I feel like it is harder for women in that sense. And whilst it is the same with men's you know, it's all about number one. It was even harder for men, women to be number two or number three in the first place. Yeah. So, you, you know what I mean? So. I feel you. Mm. But I threw a spanner in the works when I was like, all right, would you determine personally then as number one or being the best? Because I, I said that, um, so there's another um, female rapper. I don't know if I should say female rapper or woman rapper. I'm not even sure what term to use. Well, female would be correct because that's, yeah. you know, the adjective. But rapper is rapper. There shouldn't be male rapper. If, you, rap, if you're a rapper, you're a rapper. Exactly. Yeah. But, but I guess we want to, for we're being specific. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's fine. Female rapper called Rhapsody, who I think is super sick. Mm-hmm. She was Grammy nominated um, for best rap album, um, full mm. stop. So I was like, what someone year like, was that? I remember. The last one. Yeah. The last yeah. one for um, Layla's Wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you're here saying, okay, it has to be Nicki Minaj or nobody, but someone else, okay, Nicki Minaj commercially is the best, and I don't think many people are touching her. Mm. except for Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone like Rhapsody, who's Grammy nominated, I don't think Nicki's ever been Grammy nominated. So what do you define as success and being number one then? Because mm. that's still happening. It's, like, there's so many angles to it because like you mentioned, Nicki Minaj is the hot commodity right now. She's the most commercial. Yeah, more Cardi B. Uh, yeah, both <laughs> of them. washed. <laughs> well, na- yeah, now they are. Yeah. I mean, now she is. But I wouldn't even say she is though because... Tomorrow she could drop another one of those ridiculous pictures where it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. everything showing. That's, and all that's of because a sudden, she's washed. <laughs> she has to, if you're doing that, it's because you're washed and you know you're washed, right? But what I'm trying to say is not only is it about the music, it's about their life and their image and what they're doing in their personal life, their love life, their yeah. sex life. You know, there's just so much more that they have to do yeah. to claim that spotlight. I feel you. And the stuff so, they have to rap about as well. Whilst Cardi B, who's you know, let's let's be honest, on top right now, yes, she's a good rapper, she can spit, but it's also the fact that she has a love, you know, a relationship, a marriage with yeah, Offset, it's yeah. the baby, it's, you know, her social media presence, it's yeah, everything. Yeah, so. That makes a lot of sense, to be fair. But then another spanner in the works, what happened with Lauren Hill then? I feel like mm. at one point, Lauren Hill was number one, but she did not conform to any of that. But then was she considered as number one then? I mean, yes, I would definitely yeah. say she was. So then, I guess. She but then she conform. again, this is before like social media and everything. Yeah, I guess she she didn't. She chose to be out of the spotlight, and she mm. chose to just you know 
be about the music and not much else. Mm. I, f- I feel like that's why when people speak of Lauren Hill, it's all they can speak about is the music. They We don't yeah. know much about her life. We yeah. can't say too much about her personal or yeah. intimate details. So I guess so. there is a blueprint for, I guess, women who want to to rap and I guess it helped that she sang too to be fair yeah. um, but women who want to rap and don't want to have to rap about kind of they don't want to have to feed into the misogyny is it misogyny or mm-hmm. yeah misogyny um, they don't want to have to feed into that there is a blueprint for that but I guess in today's internet world they probably won't get so far a la um, Rhapsody who raps about similar things very common sense rapping and dropping knowledge but she's not widely accepted as number one but I do feel like people need to do a lot of what you're doing and actually go out there and find because the, the two rappers or the I think it was a rap duo you mentioned and mm-hmm. another rapper I'd never heard of before. So it's hard to have a convo about whether it, women are pitted against each other. Mm. If we don't really know who's even out there, we only know two women, uh, Nicki Minaj and, and Cardi B. So, of course, they're going to be pitted together. But if you kind of expand your horizons and see who's actually out there, then you'll probably be like, oh, they don't need to be pitted against each other because they're all different. They all do different things. They mm, have different sounds. And they're sounds. all talented. And they're all talented, first and foremost. Yeah, that was a bit of a segue. We didn't plan that, did we? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was off the cuff. Let's get back onto schedule. Um, but yeah, uh, anything else you've been listening to recently? I think that's, a, that's what got us here. Uh, well, Those that's lady rappers. for me, I guess. Yeah. And also that um, one of the tracks that... Chance the rapper dropped. He dropped three, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. The I only one, like I, one of them. The one I like. Security is... one. I think I might need security or something. The one I like is Wallacum. Hey. Wallacum. That's literally what it's called. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Fair. What do you think of Chance? Are you a fan of Chance then? Not anymore. Oh. Wow. Or oh, you an acid rap fan? And yeah. Then acid rap off. and and ten day and that's it. Wow. Yeah. I'm the opposite. So I really? I couldn't stand acid rap. I just I just wasn't here for it. And I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I actually listened to Ten Day, but I actually really liked the coloring book um, tape. Um, I felt like it worked really well. It was very corny. I, I did like it. It just again I I just prefer a more raw sound, mm. and that was very clean Christian Squeaky. chants. And Squeaky yeah, too. I'm not here for that. Yeah. So fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. I feel I'm like not, you guys are getting a taste of what our personal tastes are now yeah, in terms of what we listen cuff. to yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, what, just, what was the song you said um, Walla Come yeah Walla Come W-A-L-A-C-A-M alright you guys go listen I'm, I'm going to check that out as well you put me onto a few different tracks that I need to go check out myself um, I might come to the next episode and be like yo that track you said was sick <laughs> um, but yeah um, he dropped a I think three tracks yeah. on a random. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're anticipating probably an album from him mm. sometime soon, I guess. Um, to be fair, this is the first time I've liked something from Chance since... Since uh, Acid Rap? Yeah. Well, you know, there, I liked Smoke Break on Colour on Book. Right? Yeah. I really like it. Well. I, I like that track. And then there was one with... Um, there's a, you know, there's like one or two on that yeah, that I like. Fair. But since then, this is the first track that I've appreciated from Chance. And yeah. Mm. Do you know who also dropped this weekend as well? I'm not sure if it's this weekend or last, but um, Popcorn. Yeah, uh, I've not listened to that. That artwork is, that portrait is so beautiful. Yeah. Doesn't he look so pretty on that? <laughs> I don't know about that. No, I mean, I guess. I want to, I want to look up the photographer. It looks messy. <laughs> no, but look at his like expression. I guess, yeah. Um, 
It looks cool. Um, <laughs> well, I actually listened to I did a, I did a once through to be fair, so I won't really comment on it too much. But it sounded like a vibe, like from top to bottom. Mm. It was a nice listen. It was an easy listen. I was expecting some like you know uni rave bashment tunes, but mm. there weren't really many. I, I heard one there. track, um, and it was it was a, it was a very light listen. Mm. And I feel like that's one reason I've not been pressed to listen to the full album. Oh, you're you're, you're, you're here for the six thirty kind of been over pop car, or <laughs> I mean, yes, <laughs> if I'm honest, yes. Fair, fair. You don't want to hear no mellow, mellow uh, no, pop car. But I mean, I will give it a listen because I I want to explore this other side that he seems to yeah, be bringing a gentler to us. Side. Yeah, I guess that's kind of prevalent in his artwork as well. It's a very gentle mm. artwork. Um, mm-hmm. It's really cool. He's actually got a song with um, Davido on there actually. Um, oh. called Dunrich which is it worked actually mm. which is weird but I'll let you go listen to that mm. um, yeah Dunrich um, check that but apart from that it's been there's been so much music that I've kind of been overwhelmed and I've just been yeah. running away from listening to too many new things it's mm-hmm. just like oh. and truth be told I'm not good at listening to new projects immediately yeah same. which is funny because this is what we kind of have to do for the we job right now. yeah and that's what <laughs> when I was listening this week I was like I have to I didn't want to actually listen at mm. the time I was like I have to listen because mm. I need to kind of at least be informed come yeah you know today um I'm a very nostalgic listener same. I will choose to listen to projects from a certain era because mm. like, they mark certain points in my life. Yeah. I know that's so moist. But... For sure. <laughs> if I was to throw an album out at you, would you be able to say which era it marks then? Okay. okay. Let's, this is a nice game. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I'm going to do ones that are good for you. Um, okay. Uh, Nostalgia Ultra. Ironically. Oh my God. <laughs> Irony. <laughs> okay. I Your was... Your boy Frankie. Oh, how old was I? 15, I think. Aging yourself again. Nice one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> first uh, no it was the second project that I discovered from Frank and I just oh my god this this was like I was actually depressed at the at the time mm. and discovering Frank was a huge like thing for me yeah. because he was the first artist in years because I, I went through a phase of I still listen to Korean music but I pre- was predominantly listening to Korean music at the time is it K-pop is cool yeah. yeah and Frank Ocean was the first artist to come along and give me storytelling in music. <sighs> storytelling that really hit home. He can and write. Uh, <laughs> and he can write. this was at a time when I was discovering, I was trying to figure out, I like writing, but what do I write? Mm. How do I write? You know? And for Frank Ocean to come along and so eloquently give stories to melodies and just make them, like his voice just like you know everything together it was just I can't even put it to words just how much Frank means to me but that whole (laughs) project need to get you to meet him personally (laughs) man gosh that yeah that put oh shit oh god my that yeah that whole project just it really captured me and it it set this motion of wow this is what it's like to write meaningful music for, Mm. for the first time in a while because bearing in mind Korean music. All I was hearing was a foreign language, you didn't right? Even understand what they're saying, right? And this was this wasn't you know 2010, 11 slash maybe even twelve. And no, this twelve was, was orange, turn orange. Yeah, turn that was before. yeah. So just before, and to be fair, this was a, a, what I believe to be a really bad music a time in music where it was like Jason Derulo and <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the fact that he was so underground and I was able to discover him and just have him to myself mm. as an artist I really, baby, quite literally. I, I really enjoyed <laughs> that 
yeah. Oh, okay, another tough question then. So uh, <laughs> I'm asking you to pick one track, favourite track. From Nostalgia Ultra, yeah. American Wedding. Yeah? yeah. Fair. Mm-hmm. With ease, I thought you were going to struggle. Yeah. Fair. I mean, at the time, it, it, it changes. changes. It that's changes. How, listen, that's how I know I really like an album. Exactly. When my favourite track always changes, that's mm. I love an album. Yeah, no, I feel you. Because I, f- I feel like at first... It might have been Nature Feels, which is uh, might be an odd one because mm. that you know that's quite uh, a rambunctious one, and then Ram- it would Ram- be what <laughs> <laughs> a ram what rambunctious and tough. Okay. I mean, it's I recognised that it was a Never not even a sample. Before. It was literally just Frank singing on top of MGMT's Electric Feel, and which I love as well. Exactly, yeah, and. But the way he flipped it and made it his own, like I, mm. I just fell in love with it. It changes from that. He did that to with Strawberry Swing as well. Strawberry, Coldplay, yes. which I love. Coldplay mm-hmm. Strawberry Swing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just yeah. Great album. Yeah, I put you in your feels there. Uh huh. <laughs> that was a nice little segue there. <laughs> I like that. Maybe. Another album. Another album. Okay. Uh. All right. Hmm. Okay. Slightly different. You a Kendrick fan? Yeah. Okay. Um, or oh, which Kendrick album am I going to say then? Um, <laughs> to Pimp a Butterfly. Ooh, this was, I was at a very confident time in my life. Nice. Um, I'm not going to mark the time, but... You've already marked it with nostalgia. <laughs> they just add the dates. It was in... They'll know. <laughs> somewhere around uni times. Mm. And I was, yeah, I, I think I was at peak, pretty much peak confidence. And to Pimp a Butterfly made me it really marked just how socially conscious that I wasn't and that I needed to become and Kendrick was pretty much the artist to help me realize that mm. it was a time when black lives matter was coming into the fore and every, yeah. everyone was you know mm. just getting to know about that and I was I was already in love with Kendrick's storytelling right from Good Kid Mad City yeah and the whole album's a story. The fact that he was able to elevate that and take it to such a you know a high level of mm-hmm. social awareness, I was like, wow, you know, I was like, I was really appreciative of just how how high he took the bar again, and yeah. so. I remember saying to my boys, I was like, listen, because I, I I cottoned on to Kendrick from Section Eighty. I was like, oh, this is this is a great kind of it was a mixtape, I guess, but album, mm-hmm. and then Good Kid was fantastic. I was like, yo. This mm. is a classic. That like, this is so sick. I don't know how. And you know the gap was huge as well. I think it was three years or so. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know how he's gonna top Good Kid. Like it was such a phenomenal album. Mm-hmm. And then to hear him come out with To Pimp or Butterfly, I was like, this guy is gone. Yeah, like, exactly. Go- how did he even top? Like it was know? crazy. I remember being in my room. Just I listened to it over and over, mm-hmm. literally on loop. Yeah. And I just was like, wow. I need to do better in whatever I'm doing. <laughs> this is excellent. I need to do better. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I just need to be like... Inspiring other. Yeah. yeah. And that was at a point where you're most confident, confident exactly. as well. That's, exactly. That's proper dope. Proper exactly. dope. I'm going to segue a bit then. So speaking of Kendrick, do you watch Power by any chance? Yes. Okay. So did you catch Kendrick's performance in Power? Yeah. It was a funny little one, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I, I mean, when you... Act like what you what you know what you've seen. You can tell growing yeah. up in Compton, he would have seen a couple <laughs> crackheads. Yeah, yeah, quite a number. And I mean, that's what acting is. You're you're imitating life, mm-hmm. right? So art imitates life. Yeah. So it, 
it didn't surprise me that he was able to pull out that performance. So, mm. yeah. He was very good, actually. I was quite mm. impressed with... Because, okay, it's one thing seeing a lot of, like, me too, I've seen crackheads in my life, but if you put a camera in front of me and say, act like a crackhead, <laughs> I'm going to crumble. Like, <laughs> I just start itching my arm and be like, uh, I don't know what to do now, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, but he did actually, he, he did really well. And do you know mm. why? I'm not surprised. Because his music is so emotive. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't put that much... For example, um, on To Pimple Butterfly, You, mm. um, the track where he's rapping and it sounds like he's drunk and he's like... Mm. He can, like the emotion I got from that, I was like, how can this person not be able to act, act kind yeah. of thing, you know? And just his yeah. voice. And even his, in, in different tracks, he he uses his voice as a, an instrument as well. Like he's, the pitching, mm-hmm. he's very varying or like the sounds he's making, he varies and stuff. So mm. yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more of Kendrick in um, some projects. Hopefully he takes acting seriously. Mm. Um, I'd really love to see him do like a really cool role in a heist movie. Yeah. Yeah, what, Ocean's Fourteen, something like you know, that. Rihanna, Rihanna got a cameo in uh, Ocean's Eight, Ocean's Fourteen. But do you know what? Because he's so small, I don't know. What kind of because if it's an action movie, you're not really going to be beating up people because he's like five foot two. Mm. Um, but did you? See, what music video was it that he was that he had an actual fight scene? It was Loyalty. Uh, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, yeah, that was a sick fight scene. It was, actually, so it was very well choreographed as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, f- I think, yeah, that might be why I said that, you know, because yeah. I just saw how cool Kung Fu Kenny. he looked in in loyalty. And I, yeah, I think that yeah. sort of role would suit him. I see. Something mm. with intellect as well, a character with intellect, because I feel like he can. Heist movies require, I mean, yeah. look, at, look at George Clooney yeah. and the way they mastermind, like, much so. the whole thing. It's... Yeah. That's cool. You guys let us know what kind of film you'd like to see Kendrick in as well, actually, if you feel yeah. like he's better at comedy, maybe, or I don't know, continue playing crackheads or mm. more serious action or even drama thriller. Let us know what you think. Um, speaking of uh, rappers also being uh, actors, our boy Drizzy. Did yeah. Did you uh, catch his camera? It's not a cameo, it's his own video, but did you catch his video? Yes. Yeah. Uh, in, in my, my feelings. feelings. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I love it. It's it's such a fun depiction of black culture, how we love to dance, just our innate rhythm. And it's just Mm. like, it really takes away from the whole like world star videos that we've seen (laughs) and like girls shaking their ass. And, you know, that's very 2010 now. Like, let's... (laughs) There is a time and a place, but right now isn't the time or the place. And it... It was just great fun, and to see Shiggy in there was, oh, you know, I'm happy for him, man. Like, yeah, I'm happy. For I him. I don't follow him anymore, but I used to follow him. Ah, you unfollowed him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just wasn't flooding your timeline, kind of thing, or I suppo- not funny. I I just went through an unfollowing spree at the time, and he was one of them to go. But I I check his page sometimes, and I still very much find him funny. Can't follow him back now that he's on. No, but this was back in the day, like <laughs> You've got to keep before that same energy. <laughs> before like his come up so yeah yeah but it was great to see him in the video yeah there was a video that i watched of him and i didn't really like it because he was just spitting everywhere i don't know if that's 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 a major reason why he got that on fellow not gonna lie that makes me cringe there was another video where he um um he was dancing it was him and his two friends in the mirror to um rich the kid um new freezer you know when they like sway their head Mm. Nah, nah. Oh yeah, that, nah, that's, nah. that's funny. And <laughs> they're putting on mascara. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that was jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, proper happy for Shiggy. Um, also, did you catch Drake's bit in the beginning of the video um, where he goes to the girl's house and La-la, it's Lala yeah. Anthony and yeah. Felicia? I said I was going to find the surname, but Felicia, <laughs> the mum from Bill Cosby show, mm. anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. I, that was that was good. I liked that. 
Yeah, it was jokes. Yeah. Jake yeah. can actually act. I guess his background is yeah, actually yeah. acting. And it was quite funny, to be mm-hmm. fair. Um, mm-hmm. I actually really liked the video like yeah. in its entirety. Great fun, great fun. Yeah. That's what we need, positivity and fun. Word. Yeah. He also dropped, I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't seen it, but he dropped a video for... Um, Non-stop. That's it. Apparently there's a load of UK that. people in it as well. Apparently yeah. you filmed it over here. I was in London when he filmed that. Really? I had I was just walking through Piccadilly and mm. it like I had just like pulled out my phone and I was checking Twitter and it was like, Oh, Drake's in London, da 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 and yeah. he was on a bus and I ha- I hadn't seen the bus go by, but I was in the area. Wow, so I was in actually in the video if you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta check for her somewhere. Just keep looking. <laughs> She's there. <laughs> Fair, yeah, and I feel like with this album, his videos are all been good. The nice for what video I feel was quite dope as well, um, with all the um, the women mm. uh, in it as well. Have you seen it? No, because I don't really like the song. Really? No. Do I'm you know not. what? It I... grew on me. Let me guess. Do you not like it because of what you done with the sample? Yes. Lauren Hill. Yeah. I That's, feel you. You're not meant to touch that. Sorry. Hundred percent. I feel. But Cardi did it as well. To be fair. Um, yeah. Both of them were trash. Exactly. But <laughs> so the song grew on me. I can't lie. Like it just literally from first listen, I was like, nah. Uh, yeah, it grated my ears. I can't mm. lie. But the video is really cool. You should check it out. Like regardless of how you feel about the song, it's yeah, I'll check it really out. Really cool. Like, I know it's got Yara here. Shahidi in it. Load of people. She's she's a role load model. of black women. Yeah. Load of black women. A few obviously white women in there, but a lot of black women in there. Positive mm. black women. Mm. I think Issa Rae was in there too. Okay. Um, his video rollout for this album has actually been really good. To be fair, mm-hmm. um, he's got a very good team of directors and stuff. Which is oh, actually, I didn't like the um, God's Plan video. I didn't watch it, but I knew what it was about. It was just ha- going around it. giving people money and stuff, and like yeah, I watched that one. Yeah. I mean, every you know, everyone was hyping it like, oh my gosh, mm. you know, he gave away you know the whole budget to yeah, all these one million dollars or something. Like and I don't know, maybe I'm just such. It was a dead video, man. <laughs> spade a spade. I, mean, I liked, I liked it. It was cute, but I, maybe I'm just a nihilist. But I, I didn't care. Yeah, no, I feel you. Like I didn't care. Like I, I literally after watching it, but it didn't make you feel warm inside. Yeah, that was the whole. But point. it was nice. Let's, I mean, yeah, the act of what he was doing was yeah. was great. So you can't yeah. take that away from it. But apart from that video, I feel like his video rollout has been really good mm. for this album. So, yeah, I guess that's been uh, episode three. Uh, thank you for listening once again. Um, so before we leave you uh, this week, um, I'm going to give you uh, my on spin. So uh, as I mentioned earlier, quite a few albums dropped on Friday and one of them was uh, Swimming by Mac Miller. Uh, and so there was a song on here called uh, What's the Use, which I'm really, really feeling. It's been on spin quite literally. So um, it would be great if you guys listen in and give us your opinion. All right, guys. Till next time. Peace. Say nothing without it Don't let them
than the breeze, but the breeze ain't flowing like me, motherfucker. Hold up, you don't need to hold up. Yeah, and I can show you how I seem, what it is, what it truly might be, nothing that you know of. You don't need to hold up. I'm so above and beyond. You take drugs to make it up, way up where we on space shuttle Elon. Time we don't waste much. Fuck when we wake up, then I have her sang just like Celine Dion. Catch me if you can, but you'll never catch me. Damn, hold not it. Yes I am. All the way in with no exit plan. Already left in the jet, don't land. Yeah, the time is ticking. Come take a racket inside. This is highly different. I'm talking fly, got a pilot with him. Can I mind my business? Why you tripping? Give you something that your eyes can witness. Ooh, you're too close. I don't understand why you're doing the most. You can love it, you can leave it. This ain't nothing without it. Don't let them get you down. What if I don't need it? There's something about it that just freaks me out. How far we came. Still they throwing dirt on my name, but it never worried my brain. Heads turning like a hurricane, swerving till the sun get up out of my shade. They don't get the picture, cut them out of that frame. Shit, I'm up 30,000 miles plus change. It's been a while, but I'm down till I'm out, and it is what it is till it ain't. Yeah. 